Welcome back, everybody, to the BetUSNBA show, Monday through Friday. We are your spot for all the information, angles, and best bets you need for the night's NBA slate. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, two of the very best handicappers you can find in the Twitterverse, Mr. Ski Profit, Mr. Chris Farley. I'm sorry, Mr. Chris Farley bets Farley. It's a pleasure to have both of you gentlemen, and I know that I poked a little fun at college basketball on Monday, but this is one of the four weeks per year that I love college basketball. We'll be watching quite a bit of it. Tomorrow is one of my favorite days of the year, again, as much as I do rag on college basketball. Now, you both, it looks like, are part of this BetUS Madness Contest. Southeastern Missouri, or whatever the heck they are, screwed me last night. But, Chris, how's the contest going for you, and who's going to win the national championship? I have Alabama winning the national championship. Um, I love their size. I love the way that they play on both sides of the court. And they've been pretty consistently dominant all year. You know, of course, they're probably going to have to you know, potentially get past a team like Houston, uh, who's been at the top all year, et cetera. But yeah, I, I went 1 0 last night. Um, you'll have to forgive me. I, uh, <laughs> I just, I just, uh, my wife just gave birth to a little girl, so I, I'm on like 15 hours of sleep in four days. But I forget even what the teams were, guys. But it was the under. I nailed it. 1-0 start. Let's keep it rolling. I like it. Looks like you got fairly Dickinson of the Texas Southern under 68 today yes. in the first yes. half. I like first that half, pick. Yeah. Ski, it looks like you have got – you and I are sort of going against each other. I want Arizona State team total over. You have got – who is this? Nevada plus two. It's all very fun. Are you excited for the tournament, and who's going to win? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm just like you. Um, I'm not a big college guy all year long. There's a few teams that I follow, mostly UCLA and Houston. Like, those are my two favorite teams. So I'm biased. I think those are the two best. We'll see. I'm more of a day-to-day handicapper. I'm going to look at what these teams have been doing, um, reach out to some people who I know are very knowledgeable in college, and I'm glad that I'm off to a good start with the one and know with uh, Pitt last night. I like that quite a bit. And yeah, it's like you said, we don't really follow this too much. As I go through, there's a lot of big ones. But the one team that I'm picking in in huge pools, because if you're doing a big bracket pool, a lot of this is game theory, right? You don't necessarily want to be taking the teams everybody else in. So my wild pick this year is Creighton. Creighton's going to win the stinking title. Give me a six seed for the champion. It'll be fun. But make sure you follow all of us on Twitter and follow that contest. It's uh, really a lot of fun. And again, if you haven't signed up for BetUS already, go to BetUSTV.com slash, uh, I think it's just sign up or join, and you can find a bunch of different offers there. But we're here to talk about the NBA. So let's finally get into that. As always, we'll start with a look at our best bet record. Again, hovering right around 500, still f- trying to find our way uh, back to that after a rough start to the season. Chris doing a great job. He's 10 games over 500. Let's continue to push forward, talk about tonight's games, and see if we can get some more wins. First up here, got to be the best game on the slate. The Cleveland Cavaliers um, play the Philadelphia 76ers. Not the Hornets there, but you can see it correct on this graphic. The Cavaliers, two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. The money line, plus 120. The total, 222. And, Chris, you like the side here, and I want to like this side. So talk to me. Sell it to me. Come on. I want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. We're just getting a really nice number on the Philadelphia 76ers here. And, obviously – they're on the road, but the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be without Jared Allen tonight. It looks like he's out again, and we know what a difference he makes in the front court when it comes to rebounding, rim protection, and, of course, scoring as well. That that you know two-headed monster that they have down low is one of the key reasons why the Cavaliers are one of the best defenses in the NBA. Without him in there, the experience that he brings, that's a big deficit when you're about to go up against Joel Embiid and a very healthy 76ers team who, again, they're, they're kind of quietly surging again. Five games in a row they've won. 
uh, some tough spots the past week, too, and road games that a lot of teams in the NBA we're seeing now are kind of not playing consistently. 76ers are playing consistently, and their defense has been very consistent all year, but lately it's their offense that's been guiding them, a top-10 offense over the last week. Uh, obviously, these are just two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, but right now, the way these two teams are playing, I really like what the 76ers are doing. I like that they're flying under the radar, and I love that the Cavs played last night in the game at Charlotte, which was probably a little more difficult for, for the Cavs than it should have been. They still won by margin, but the Hornets kind of hanging around in that game. They probably had to exert a little bit more energy than they had to. Um, I don't think Donovan Mitchell is going to be out today. He, he should be back in for the Cavs, so that's a good thing. And he didn't play yesterday, so he comes in rested. But better spot for me for the 76ers at a, at a low number here, one possession game. I'll take it minus two and a half. Yeah, brutal schedule spot for Cleveland, three and four, back-to-back, first game home after a four-game road trip. So I'll check a lot of those boxes that way. It came out pretty close to my number. I mean, Cleveland has been so good at home, it's hard to handicap some of these games. But, Ski, what do you think? Um, yeah, Cleveland has been really good at home, but they're going to be without Jared Allen here. I'm not sure if Donovan Mitchell cleared the injury report, if he's for sure in tonight or not, but um, – I think Allen is a big miss going up against Joel Embiid, especially in a nationally televised game where he can try to make a case for MVP. So I think he's the guy to bet on. His point prop last I checked was 32 and a half. I'm not, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he has 40 points tonight. And if I'm liking the Sixers or backing the Sixers, he's going to be a big part of why they have success. It's also two days rest for the Philadelphia team compared to back to back for the Cavaliers. So, only way I could play this one is Sixers or in B. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. And you can see Vince Hawkins here. He likes the Embiid props. Yeah, uh, he should be able to kind of overpower some of these guys as good as they could be defensively. He generally finds a way against some of these bigger guys. But it should be an absolutely great game. We've got a couple guys that lean towards the Sixers. I'll be cheering hard for the red, white, and blue. And Chris will actually be man enough to lay the points. He's got Sixers minus two and a half against the Cavaliers tonight. Let's jump into another game with a team from we've got a homer here from the Los Angeles Lakers visit the Houston Rockets. The Lakers just three and a half point favorites on the road against a Rockets team that is somehow winning basketball games despite their best efforts. Uh, the Rockets plus 130 if you like the dog at home. The total at 231. And Ski, despite the Lakers playing some of the best defense of any team this season the last couple weeks, you think they could? You think these two teams are going to put up a big number tonight, huh? Yeah, I mean. They went over last night, and they're going to be without their defensive anchor in Anthony Davis. Uh, he's the best help side defender and uh, just the rim protector for this team. You look at the last two seasons, Lakers are 60% to the over when he's not on the floor. If you look at this season, when the Lakers are on a back-to-back without Anthony Davis, they're also 6-1 and one to the over. And um, I know they have some new additions, some new players, but since that trade deadline, they're the, the one game they did have did go over. So it's just Vanderbilt. Great individual defender. It's just I, I don't see I don't see the backup for him in this one. You have him, you have maybe Schroeder who can harass some of these guards, but the paint is gonna be open. And if Houston can just do a little bit of their part, both teams playing at a top five pace last five games, I think these teams are gonna, you know, put up at least two thirty five plus. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, you remove Davis. It really is the only rim protector on the team because, Ski, I don't know who Wenyan Gabriel is, but is is he a good rim protector? (laughs) He's not as good as Anthony Davis by any means. 
I can't. It'd be hard to. Um, yeah, tough game to handicap, like you said, without the stars out. I think that's definitely a good angle. I think the market is sleeping a little bit here on the Davis injury. Again, as much as he does remove some offensive talent, we've seen the Lakers. These guys are going to have a lot of fun tonight. It's going to be D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Schroeder with Austin Rivers just running up and down the floor. What do you think of this game, Chris? Yeah, you know, I think this is a really good spot for the Lakers, actually. Um, you know, Rockets coming off that win against the Celtics, right? And we've seen that from the Rockets lately. They 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 can put up some numbers. They got some exciting young players on that team. And, uh, you know, I think in some cases when they're not going for a better lottery pick, they like to put it all together, you know, and try to beat a really good team. But I don't think they're going to do that tonight coming off that win last night against the Celtics. It's a back-to-back for them, obviously. And this is kind of, you know, I'm never an advocate for resting players, but Anthony Davis, this is about as good of a spot as any to, you know, put him on the sidelines and let the Lakers you know, uh, ancillary players, right? All their other contributors really put together a good game here and continue to grow together. There's there's a lot of positive sentiment over there um, in, in Lakers country, you know, from LeBron James saying that he loves the team. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a low number. I know they don't have their best player on the floor and Anthony Davis has been playing really well, but the, you know, the, the core of the parts of the Lakers right now are also playing really well together. And it's why they're one of the better defenses in the NBA lately. So I, I definitely lean L.A., you know, didn't want to take it uh, just because Anthony Davis is out and the Rockets can surprise people. But definitely lean to the Lakers. No real play on the total, though. I, I, I do think the number's right. Yeah, let's take it over tonight. Ski, like the over in this Lakers-Houston game, um, the number there, 231 points. Let's jump into the next game. The Boston Celtics visit the Minnesota Timberwolves. Boston in the middle of a couple-game road trip here. There are five-point favorites on the road, minus 205 on the money line, and uh, the total here at 233 and a half. And I love this spot for the home team. This is two teams really kind of moving in a different direction. This, I mean, the Celtics just lost to the Houston Rockets, for God's sake, on Monday night. Um, and they've been losing games now. I mean, it went from blowing teams out, winning close games, struggling to cover big numbers. Now they're losing at this point. You look at Minnesota, they're going completely the other way. I mean, ever since Conley came in, it seems to have smoothed things out. Anthony Edwards has finally taken control of this team as a leader. They've been great at home. I know Gobert's listed questionable every night, but he plays anyway. So um, just really like this spot for Minnesota at home against a team in the Celtics that have been struggling, especially on the road. I had this closer to two and a half, three. So happy to take the five points here. Ski, you've got a couple other angles for us yeah and it just makes me happy i have to say to hear that you like the timberwolves because i'm rooting hard against the celtics for the remainder of uh the games they have left just lose three more for me please just three um this game i like a couple of player props if i'm betting anybody from the celtic side it has to be al horford over his one and a half three pointers he's hit um 30 he's hit two plus 35 out of 54 games which is 64.8 percent and he's also cleared this in seven of his last eight games. He's a 45.3% three-point shooter on the season, going up against a Minnesota team who's 24th defending the three. So I think that matches up well, especially with Gobert um, on a little bit of a tender ankle, you know, ankle sprain. I don't think he's going to want to run out there to the three-point line and run back to rebound all game. I think Al Horford will have a couple of extra open looks tonight. So I like him for the Boston side. And for Minnesota, I like Anthony Edwards over his three and a half assists. Um, after that, sorry, excuse me, <clears throat> after that Brooklyn game, the coach for Minnesota, Coach Finch, was everything nice they said about Anthony Edwards as far as him scoring and things he was doing. He's like, yeah, that's good, but he needs to start distributing the ball. We're a much better team where he's getting others involved. He said when he has two assists, it's not good enough. 
He has to do better than that. And what did he do? He came out and had five assists in the last game. He had five really by the third quarter. So I think that continues. Um, he averages 4.8 assists at home through 36 games so far this season. And he's cleared or he's hit four plus and 59.4% out of his 69 games played. So two props in this one. Anthony Edwards over three and a half assists. Al Horford over one and a half three-pointers made. Yeah, I like both of those looks quite a bit. Chris, any thoughts from you on this game? Yeah, just a little line evaluation. You know, if this is uh, another part of the season, even on the road, there's no way the Celtics are only going to be five-point favorites in this spot. But, you know, to uh, both of your points, these teams are going in the opposite directions right now. Um, and I, I wouldn't want to play on the Celtics here. And it's a tricky number because it's right between that two to three possession number, you know, minus five. It, it, it feels about right. Uh, but I, I couldn't bet on the Celtics the way they're playing right now. I believe they lost uh, three, three of the last five games, maybe four of the last five games. Uh, you know, Timberwolves definitely putting some things together. I think the veteran leadership from Conley makes a big difference now that he's really integrated into their rotation. Um, I love what Ski said about Anthony Edwards. I mean, that guy is just such a, you know, a teachable player. You know, every team wishes that they had someone like that on their team. So you instantly see the improvements from, from them. They are at home. So I, I lean to the Timberwolves. I mean, that's a ton of value on, on the Timberwolves in this play. It's just any second, right, the Celtics, who are obviously still the better team, could start to put it all together because they're going to lose sight of any chance at that number one seed as we go down the stretch here if they continue to lose in that manner. Thank you very much, Mark Holmes. I appreciate it. And one other thing I'll say is I lean to the under in this game. Both of these teams playing top 10 defensive efficiency lately, especially as the Celtics just look a little clunkier on offense. So lean to the under. I think it could be more of a dog fight than we think and, and, and lean to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, like those leans. I'm going to bet the Timberwolves. I'll take the points. Plus five. A couple player pops here for Ski. We'll start with Anthony Edwards over three and a half assists. And also Al Horford over one and a half three-pointers made. A three-pack for you there. Let's jump into the next game. The Sacramento Kings, your number two seed in the West. Sacramento Kings. One-point favorites on the road in Chicago. The total sits at 237. Give me the home team here. I really like the way the Bulls have been playing basketball the last couple weeks. The changes in the starting lineup, bringing Caruso in, allowing Patrick Williams to play a little bit more of a secondary role, has really unlocked a lot for this basketball team. They've been playing much better the last couple weeks. If you start to look at their numbers, uh, they might actually be able to push up uh, into the playoff spot. And again, it's it's a lot of those changes. As much as Patrick Beverly maybe isn't the best starting point guard, or really someone you're excited to have your starting point guard, it's nice to get Ayo DeSumo back on the bench. Um, you know, again, Caruso may be a little short in that starting lineup with him, Levine, and DeRozan, but gets Patrick Williams to the bench, playing against guys that you know he's a little more comfortable going after him. I had the home team here as almost three-point favorite, so whether you want to take the money line, you want to take plus one point, is basically no difference at this point. So I like the Bulls here quite a bit. I'm going to take Chicago. What say you, Christopher? Yeah, I, I agree. I love I love that you're taking Chicago here. Um the Kings played last night, right? You gotta, you gotta forgive my timing on some of this stuff. Uh, but Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay, yeah. Well, Today you know, the Kings Wednesday. are just. What's that? Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Yeah, uh, trust me. All, all time will be nebulous um, in, in similar situations. But yeah, you know, Kings are, are surging right now, right? They, they are just proving that they can stay in these games against elite teams, even though they lost against the Bucks the other night. You kind of like the moxie that they had in that one, so. They're, they're kind of at the height of their powers right now, right? You would think you'd want to take them, and yet this line is very small, and I think it makes sense. The Bulls are a really good mid-range defense in particular. The Kings like to take a lot of shots from there, obviously like to run in transition as well. 
And the Bulls, especially defensively, have been much better with Caruso and Beverly in that rotation uh, as starters, especially when they're out there. I think it's a great spot for the Bulls. I, I don't think they've played since Sunday either, if my memory serves me correctly. So it's, it's just a comfier spot for them. Uh, and, 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 hey, we've been saying it on this show all year. Unlike last season, the Bulls are playing really well against good teams, against exceptional teams. For some reason, they mail it in when it comes to the crappier teams in the NBA. So everything points toward a Chicago win. But, boy, those Kings have been awfully feisty lately. So I'm just going to hang back and watch this game, but I do lean Bulls. I like it. What do you think here, Ski? Who gets the W tonight? I think the Bulls are the right side here, and I'm you know, honestly probably going to get there right after the show. I think you're not giving Patrick Beverly enough credit, noobs. Um, besides the Lakers, everywhere that he goes, I feel like he makes those teams better. You look at the Timberwolves, he had them playing hard, bought in, everybody over there. The Clippers, I feel like, were better than they are right now when he was over there. And um, the Chicago Bulls team, this is a team that, if you were to look at the body language for them going into the All-Star break, like, they didn't even want to be out there. They wanted the season to end immediately. Now that Patrick Beverly's been over there showing, playing hard, showing that he wants to win, um, pumping guys up over there, all of a sudden it's a little bit different. You have Zach Levine uh, being more aggressive, playing a whole lot better himself. And I listened to the postgame co- uh, interview. I heard him giving some credit to Patrick Beverly, just a lot of the things that I'm saying as well. So I think he's gotten his team back on the right track. I think it's a little bit of a buy sign on them. I mean, they're they don't have a winning record this year. They're 31 and 36 going up against a Kings team who's 40 and 27. But the Bulls opened as a short favorite. I think that's pretty telling. I think they're the right side tonight. I like it when I'm right and I'm wrong at the same time. As long as I'm right about the Bulls winning tonight, all due respect to Patrick Beverly, I'll I'll re- retract that statement if need be. So one pick here. I'm gonna take the Bulls plus one. You can take the money line if you want. Really like Chicago tonight at home. One more game here. If you've got any questions about anything else, go ahead and dump them into the chat. We'll get to them quickly. But first, the Dallas Mavericks, four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in San Antonio. The total right around 227-and-a-half. No Luka Doncic. Maybe no Kyrie Irving. But who cares, Chris? We like the Mavs anyway. Um, did you just say no Kyrie Irving? Questionable. Questionable. Okay, oh, I was going to say, do not drop that news on me on the show, Alex. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I like this from a purely motivational point. Uh, spot for the Dallas Mavericks. So the ninth seed in the Western Conference now, I, I believe. You know, I'm just questioning everything I know because uh, of my lack of sleep lately. But anyway, this is just a good spot for them, right? The Spurs played last night. The Spurs won that game against the Magic. Spurs actually sneakily won three out of their last four home games. Again, a team like the Rockets where they have young players are kind of showing out in some of these games at the end of the season, working on their chemistry. That all sounds good. But the Dallas Mavericks need to win this game. I mean, they 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 need to get right. Luka Doncic is coming out in the media, too, and saying how their defense needs to improve. And it's funny coming from Luka, because usually it's Luka, and now it's Kyrie, who can be a liability on defense. But it, I, this is one of those games where they can put it all together. Jason Kidd should come with a good game plan, because it's, it matters more to the Mavericks at this point, who are still chasing the playoffs, who still believe that they can man- make a dent in the playoffs, especially after what they did last year. The fact that this line is a solid two to three possession line says it all, you know, because they're, they're still on the road. It's still, um, you know, a spot where maybe they would be at a disadvantage, especially without Luca. But it's a short trip over to San Antonio. Like I said, the Spurs won last night. We can't count on them having full effort. So even if the Spurs are feisty early, 
I could see them fading late in that game. Kyrie Irving uh, could have a big game tonight if he does play. I know Mark just said he's out. I'm not seeing that he's out on the, on the sources that I'm looking, but this is still a Dallas Mavericks team that can put it together from other core contributors, players like Tim Hardaway, et cetera, really focused maybe more on defense in this game. So I'm going to shoot forward, go over the Mavericks at a shorter number, minus four and a half. Yeah, the Spurs, again, not trying to win games. Somehow getting a couple done here. So um, great spot, like you said, motivationally here for the Mavericks. Should be able to beat up on a team, kind of who uh, it really isn't trying to win no matter who is playing. So, um, Ski, what do you see in this matchup? This was my least favorite game of the day. Just a uh, Spurs team who doesn't want to win, who's terrible. A Dallas team who I'm not sure who's going to be out there playing. You know, the Kyrie News, et cetera, et cetera. I know I'm not taking the Spurs. So it'll be Dallas or pass, and I don't think either one of these teams is good defensively, so it'll be over a pass. I choose to pass. I also choose to pass. But Chris, he's brave enough. He'll be laying the points here with the Mavericks, minus four and a half. Let's jump into some questions and answers. I already see a couple up there. Great job by Saturday. He's been doing a good job of dumping some interesting props there at the bottom. And I'll just start with him. What do we, what do you, oh do we hate? I got to be careful on the wording here. What do we think of the Jimmy Butler points, rebounds, and assist over? And as always, thank you for giving us the number. Um, whenever you guys are asking us about a player prop again, please give us a number there. We don't always have those in front of us. I'll start with you here, Ski. What do you think of Mr. Butler's points, rebounds, and assists? Um, without looking it up, this feels kind of low. I mean, doesn't he score like twenty points a game? The rest of this seems kind of easy. Yeah, I just feel like, Jimmy, if the Heat are going to have success, which I think they should in this game versus the Grizzlies team, I mean, they could just smother them defensively. But um, I just feel like Jimmy Butler's majority of their success, if he doesn't have a great game, the Heat don't win. And I'm leaning towards taking the Heat tonight. So I can't talk you off of Jimmy PRA. Yeah, what do you think there, Chris? Over, under, leave it alone? The Heat are one of my favorite plays tonight, and a big reason – on that, you know, I can't include every play of mine on the show, but um, you know, a major reason for that is the way that Jimmy Butler is playing. You know, this is this is playoff Jimmy Butler. You know, he he's the uh, centerpiece, the focal piece of that team. You know, always plays with a lot of grit. He's their leader, and I love him against a team like the Memphis Grizzlies, who you know, kind of like uh, want to be Miami Heat team in the sense that they haven't quite got up in the mound just yet, like the Miami Heat have. He'd have a lot of veteran experience, and they're starting to put together. A lot of good games. Uh, you know, we're seeing uh, pretty good defense from the Heat, but they're relying more on their offense lately. That looks like it has just more chemistry, and a lot of that is because of Jimmy. So I agree with you, Alex. That PRA prop feels low. Yeah, it kind of does here. Um, another player prop here. What do we think about Steph Curry over 27.5 points? The Warriors visit the Clippers tonight. Um, you know, total Jekyll and Hyde team, road and away. Um, it's been tough for Steph Curry on the road, but Chris, do you think he can get to 28? Yeah, I really like Steph Curry over that point total tonight. Um, I mean, the Clippers have been a part of some really high-scoring games. And the Warriors are finally, you know, we're starting to see a different version of Klay Thompson. I mean, he he looks spry, right? This is a Golden State Warriors offense. So I know they look different at home, but this is a different part of the season. Like, I do not expect the Golden State Warriors, who, who are still the champions, by the way, to, like, not play better on defense down the stretch and in the playoffs they are going to if they're going to play better on the road and i think a big reason for that is um a lot of steph curry so uh i like anything really on the words i kind of like the words to win that game tonight too not going to pull the trigger on the road uh but they're they're going to start to put something together here guys because uh, you know i mean if any team in the nba has proven that they can do it over and over again and figure it out it is golden state and a big reason for that is because of the leadership from steph curry 
Ski, what do you think of that number? Too high, too low, or just about right? Probably just about right. I think he's hit it three out of the five games since he came back. And uh, I would agree with – I mean, I just – I'm not betting Golden State on the road. So if you want to lean or, or you like Golden State in any way, shape, or form, you have to like Steph Curry tonight. So I know he's always on Westbrook. we probably see a little bit of other guys on him as well. But um, I can't talk you off of Steph Curry. Makes a lot of sense. And speaking of that game, Mark Holmes says we have to talk about Warriors Clippers. And I know that we're three guys that don't like being told what to do. But we're going to take this in stride. <laughs> what do we think of this particular game? Like we said, Golden State has really struggled on the road. They go to Los Angeles tonight. The Clippers are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is at 237. Again, those numbers haven't moved too much. And if you want to check odds, make sure you go to betustv.com slash odds. You can see kind of a whole board there. Chris, you know, you talked about the Warriors already a little bit. You expect them to kind of step things up. If there was ever a game for them to step out in preparation for a possible playoff series, this would be it, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is one of those games where both teams should be motivated. Like, there should be no lack of wanting to win this game or play their hardest against another elite uh, or potential elite in the in the Western Conference. But both teams underperforming in various ways. The Clippers at home, especially lately, too. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather sit back and watch this game, but I think the total speaks to the the narrative that we'll see. I mean, Golden State is starting to look very fluid on offense again. Clippers have put together some huge totals over the past month, so I, I do think this game goes over. Again, not going to pull the trigger, though, because as we near the playoffs, these players start to play with more intensity as well. Yeah. What do you think of this matchup, Ski? I mean, I, I lean towards the over here, but... It should kind of have a playoff feel, which generally means a slower, more deliberate pace. But what do you expect of this game tonight? Yeah, which the last thing that you said, but the market is pushing it up. So they think differently of this game. So I just didn't get there. I know it's a game that should be important for both of these teams for the reasons that you just said. And I refuse to take Golden State on the road anymore. So Clippers are past, under past, haven't gotten there with either one. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And just quickly, getting some news here uh, on the wire. It looks like John Morant is um, out of counseling, but he will not be playing for the next eight games. The NBA suspending John Morant eight games again for conduct detrimental to the league. So we'll toss that as is a little note at the air. And, and thanks, everybody. We really appreciate the questions. While you're in there in the chat, toss a thumbs up. Put a comment down there at the bottom. Uh, put a nice congratulatory note for Chris and his new baby in there. We really appreciate it. Here's our best bets for tonight. Chris is laying two and a half points with the Sixers, and he's going to lay four and a half points with the Mavericks. I'll take the Timberwolves plus five and the Bulls plus one. Ski likes over in the Lakers-Rockets game at 231. Anthony Edwards to have more than three and a half assists in that Celtics-Timberwolves game. And in the same game, Al Horford to make more than one and a half threes. Again, if you're looking to bet these games and uh, mentioned the sign-up bonus earlier, check out betustv.com slash 50. You can just dip your toe. You get a nice little $50 free play there. Don't have to make a deposit or anything. Try it out. We really appreciate it. Again, thanks, everybody, for watching. Make sure you follow the show. You can find Chris at FarleyBets on Twitter, Ski at Ski Profit, and myself at underscore Noops. The guys will be back tomorrow with even more basketball. Best of luck until then.